0: Welcome back to part two of Balanced Black Girl, Give Yourself Grace. This is another episode of Below the Surface with MJ. We have our special guest, Miss Breon Coleman, and we finished a great segment on part one. One of the things you mentioned, Breon, was you talked about how you surround yourself with like-minded women. And I think that that's so beautiful because I think sometimes in our society, Unfortunately, one of the things that can truly rob our joy is that spirit of um, comparison, right? And sometimes we, we look at people on social media and we want our lives to be balanced like their lives, right? And sometimes what's for them is for them and it's not necessarily for you, you know what I'm saying, Um, so how have you navigated just being able to really, truly stay in Breon's lane and just be content with Breon, right? Like when you were going through that period when you were 18 and you were really trying to figure it out, right? How did you, um, not get so bogged down with the noise and the surrounding of what was happening around you, but really trying to stay true to who you were? How did, how did you navigate that?
1: To go back to being the black girl, I definitely remember as a child, I was very insecure. I was very small. Yeah. You know, for my age, I was always like, you know, the skinniest little girl in class. So I had a lot of insecurities and self esteem issues. Right. I, I do recall when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, you know, addressed it. I guess, you know, we didn't have therapy and stuff. And my mom, you know, she just always, you know, tried to, you know, talk to me at home and stuff. So, um, right. I would say early, you know, the nineteen or early teens and twenties. I don't know. Um I guess I got over the insecurity part um, right. Just by being out in the world. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll go back to the question. Let's yeah, the question. so I yeah, so
0: it. the question is basically how did you navigate, you know, staying in your own lane and not necessarily trying to compare you know what I'm saying your life to somebody else's life right so you had those insecurities um but you somehow got yourself on a path of like this is Breon's lane right
1: yeah yeah okay so I will attribute some of that into I guess being the fat girl in me because once I got you know it was already, you know, no college. I you know, I just, I wanted to go to college. So but, you know, I feel like I disappointed my family. I had children. Mm-hmm. And so once I did all of that, and I was like already, you know, get, like being the black chief of my family, it was like, okay, no one can really say anything else bad about me. So right, that kind of like boosted my company. It was like, Brandley, you had your kids, you did all this. Like nothing bad no one else, you know, can say about you. Right. Somehow, I got a lot of confidence, and I—I I don't even know where this person came from because, like I said, I felt like I was very insecure as a child. Like, um, and then my mom and sister—they have very gorgeous hair. Like, they all like my hair is, girl, my hair is—I <laughs> had to sit on the stove with hot comb. But my mom and sister—they were both like half Indian, and their hair was always long and pretty. So, right. was, like, I had this nappy hair. And they had this long, pretty hair. So everywhere we went, you know, it was like, "Oh, your hair's so pretty!" And then my hair, that you know, right being a black girl, you know, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah,
0: and all of that plays a factor. Yeah, it
1: does. It does. So I don't know. Just the pointy. I guess it's just like um something shifted. Kind of cute. Yeah, you get some attention from these little boys. So somehow, you know, that all changed, and I. I got confidence and so when it was time for me whatever i did because i did other entrepreneurial things before real estate mm-hmm. so whatever i did i was really so focused on making some money and you know being successful i really didn't even i wasn't really worried about books or worried about all the people were doing because i was like i got these children to feed right i got stuff i want to do i want to travel the world like i always had big dreams right i do remember that. Like, I, I think I was making business cards when I was like eight or nine years old. My mom told me, she was wow. like, you make a business card when you were, yeah. You was always special. Kind of Yay, yeah, I was ready. So it's like, it was no comparison because really to me, if it wasn't about my success and me, you know, making my parents and my family cry, I I really don't worry about people. Or I don't, I don't even like into celebrities and, you know, having like idols and stuff. I did just wasn't me. So right. I can't really
0: you know speak on that because I just never compared myself to anybody well that's awesome that is so awesome and I think again what I loved hearing about your story is that you although you may have felt like you kind of got off track and you made decisions that maybe didn't make your family proud one of the things I always love because my brother is that way right <laughs> I mean he's always made his own decisions he's always beat at his own drums but I can honestly say he's lived the life that he wanted to live right with no worries or cares about what anybody thought and so I do I have an appreciation for people that do that because me I was totally different but when I look at my brother I'm like well at least you did what you wanted to do you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) and I think going back to what you talked about just being that young girl Um, and you and I talked about this earlier but the whole reason why I titled this being the balanced black girl is because a lot of times I feel like You know, our innocence is stripped from us at a young age because as women, as little girls, we're taught, you know, to just be strong and be tough and stand on your own two feet and be that strong black woman. You know what I'm saying? like. From from early on, you know what I'm saying? Like I grew up with a brother in the house, but my mom's expectations of me always felt so much greater and so much heavier than her expectations for my brother. And I know she hates hearing me say that, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, being that strong black woman is great. But I think sometimes we need to go back to where it started at, right? And really focus on being that balanced black girl, because we can't evolve as a black woman until we really truly figure out what happened as a black girl. And so that's the whole reason why I titled this being the balanced black girl. But you talked about something. Um, you talked about how you had these insecurities and, um, you know, you, you. I think you mentioned something about like you... you Y'all talked about therapy, but it wasn't something that you guys necessarily did. And that was actually a conversation I had in a previous episode on the podcast. But how being that you experience what you experience, how do you navigate parenthood with two daughters? Right. Like what what do you teach them or what do you hope that they gain from you being their mother? That hopefully you can kind of hinder them from maybe taking a wrong turn in life.
1: Yeah, I think you know the beautiful thing about life is just that we we once it's in our hands, you know, we get to make it what it is, mm. like what we want it to be, kind of, or try to, anyways. Like yeah. I feel like I looked at my parents, and then my mom was you know young. My mom had me at fourteen, mm-hmm. so she didn't know how to be a mother. I feel like I blamed my mother so long for so much, but then when I became a parent, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, there's no manual to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's no way to know what to do, like, I, I'm i trying my best, but it's like every day, you know, it's something new, and it's like, it's a lot, and I mean, not just parents, but even, you know, adults growing, you know, without children, it's like maneuvering through life is just, we learn as we go, and so right. my thing, what I do now to live my balance, like, I just really try to educate myself, mm. and just, I just pray to like God, you know, make me the mother that you want me to be. Help right. with my children, you know, God, my children be my ears and eyes when I'm not there. Like show me, like I said, I'm big on my words, things I speak, the visions I, you know, things I write down, I, I journal, you know, I meditate now, I go to therapy now, so right. you know, part of my balance. Like I do a lot of things that I didn't see growing up, and right. I send my children experience things that I didn't see. Yeah. So all I can do is hope and pray that the things I'm doing is you know having an impact on the women they become
0: that's beautiful that i couldn't have i couldn't have heard that response any better that's beautiful i love that um and one of the things that you said was life is what you make it and i think that that's so beautiful because it is it's what we make it and we can create the world that we want to see for ourselves and all you got to do is just believe all you got to do is believe it and execute the plan. And, of course, you know, spiritually, you know, be aligned with God's will. Um, and we can't have it all, right? We can't have it all. I truly believe that it we can't have words. it all. I
1: like, I don't ever want people to think, like, it's easy no because no it's
0: it's not not easy easy.
1: Malai got these degrees back when put it working oh
0: I did and I'm tired now I got bags under my eyes and I'm doing this podcast (laughs) which is a sacrifice but yeah you're right so talk to me about where you are now you are the you're a residential and commercial real estate broker let's finish off right there so tell me just how
1: life is (laughs) <laughs> I, I really I don't even know how, how I got here like I just like I told you five years ago I only been in real estate three years so I really um, I got my license well this is unfortunate right I got my license in 2019 but even prior to that I attempted to do real estate before and I just somebody was like you should do real estate now you know me entrepreneur like right. they make a lot of money so I was like oh yeah I need to do this <laughs> but I didn't pass the test so I kind of gave it up I went and open a boutique. I was I had a clean and I was doing all kinds of other stuff. So God just, yes, you know how he worked. Yeah. I was just driving in my car one day where I had my boutique running, you know, doing my own thing. Feeling like, you know, okay, this is gonna be great. And I was seeing for sale signs everywhere, like Ficklin, Cowboy Bank, like everywhere I went riding right. in my car. I kept seeing real estate signs. And me, I've never knew anyone in real estate. Real estate is not in my family real right. estate besides maybe watching a show on ACTV. I never, I didn't even know what a realtor was or right. a contract or anything. So I had no background of it. Um, I, I I knew nothing about real estate. So I had took the class in like 2013, 2015 sometime. And because you pass the class, you can take the test at any point. Like you have take it mm-hmm. for many times. So, I failed the first time you know I took it and so I just kind of picked it back up and I was like god I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to get this you know get this license again not still not knowing where it would take me I had no expectations right I definitely didn't think about becoming a broker and girl like I said I was about homeless so it was like something got to get you right I had a boutique like I said it, it was growing I only had it for two years so um I, I didn't even know if it would be successful or not. Right. So I was like, okay, good. I can tell you my real estate license. I opened and tried to take the test again, failed the test, and God was like, close your shop. And I was like, I'm not about to close my shop. Like, right. I'm, I just opened the shop. What you mean? And I don't have any money. Like right. I have a job. Like All I had was this business I opened and started, and maybe like a thousand dollars in the bank account or something. I don't know if that. Right. And so he was like. Close, your, close the business. And I had to tell all the girls at the shop, blah, blah, blah. I'm closing my doors. and The day I closed the shop was like very sad. Everybody was crying like, why are you doing this? Why like, you just opened this? We had billboards and everything. Wow. So, yeah, I
0: remember seeing I, them.
1: Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I got to close it. I got to close it. The day after I closed the shop, like the, I, I got the lease and everything. The day after I closed the shop, I passed my real estate test. Wow. And got my license. And so, um that gives me chills it was all just you know destiny and like you know they say it it starts when you're in the womb whatever you have for you like yeah it's uh, your life is just predestined and so i like i said i had to like learn everything i you know i had to figure out how to get clients like brian how you gonna sell a house like, really, you don't know what you're doing, (laughs) and I just had to study, like, I tried to go to every real estate event there was, I tried to, girl, I signed up for so many, like, classes, and I don't pay for mentors, I don't did everything I could possibly do to, you know, try to figure out what real estate was, and again, prayer like God, you teach me what to do in these countries, you send the clients to me, and I, I will say I'm, you know, have had so much success and just, I'm just I'm just grateful, Mariah. Right? Like, I never expected me
0: to be in this position. That's beautiful. Like, I'm, you know I'm a crybaby, right? So I'm over <laughs> here trying not to cry. But, no, that's just beautiful, and it's a powerful story. And I hope that the people that listen to this feel like there's hope and realize that... Just because your life has started a certain way does not mean that that's the trajectory of where you will finish, right? And like you said, with hard work, with prayer, anything is possible. And I just appreciate you again for being on the show today. And thank you for your rawness and sharing your story. Guys, this has been part two of Balanced Black Girl, Give Yourself Grace. And we didn't even touch on that part, but just give yourself grace when things don't go the way you imagine it to go or when life throws a curveball, when things get a little difficult, give yourself grace. All right, Breon, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: I'm, all right. I'm so proud of you. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're doing this. I'm grateful that, you know, because I know it takes a lot to be raw, to be vulnerable and to open up yourself to people. And I'm sure your listeners and, you know, they're really going to appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Breon. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, Brian. All right, guys. This is Below the Surface with MJ.